Hey, welcome to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm Asli Maslow, a brand coach, speaker, author, marketer, and the founder of Pretty AF and the Babble Boutique. I help entrepreneurs going from living paycheck to paycheck in a job they hate to thriving in a career and life they love. This is your place to learn from me and other entrepreneurs that are Pretty AF inside and out. We get into how to create income doing what you love while finding balance between your wellness, beauty, travel, and philanthropy. If you're ready to get inspired and have actionable steps to build the life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Personally, I believe people will buy from you because they like you, because they want to be like you, because they want to... They want that vibe that you have to offer, that frequency, that vibration, and that feeling that you have to offer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could be selling water, and I'm telling them it's top grade water. And the people who come from me are doing it because they trust and love and like me. Welcome back to the Pretty AF Podcast. I'm your host, Asley Maslow, and that clip was from today's guest, Ellie. Ellie is a Monat partner. She is also the owner of a jewelry company. She does tarot card reading. And today we chat a lot about goal setting and figuring out your why. So without further ado, let's get into it. Around the holidays last year, I was transitioning out of, I want to call it like <laughs> the life I knew. Mm-hmm. And I got a sense that things were changing for me and what was changing was responsibilities and commitments and the ability to stay in one place. So I thought the solution at the time was, okay, I need to get a job and I want to stay there for a long time because that means that I'm, I'm being successful in the eyes of society. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I did end up staying at jobs that I loved because I realized oh, I'm into the beauty industry and I'm really good at admin work and I put them together. So I became receptionist front desk for uh, nice salons. So that was good, but I, I realized the only reason I stayed there was because I felt I was learning from the owners of the business. Mm-hmm. So it never left my mind that I want to be a business owner and the more I could relate and learn from the business owners, the longer and successful I would be at the traditional job. Mm. So uh, that's kind of that story of me trying to find stability. It turns out that I require lots of appreciation in order to stay at a place. (laughs) So what are you doing now? So this pandemic really shook up things, and I just felt that... I wasn't being paid my worth and worked extra hard during these crazy times. Mm-hmm. So I I made it known that I wanted more and and I just was getting the sense of feeling they weren't going to let that happen or offer me anything more than there was. Mm-hmm. So I finally just slipped around for another job, but but that didn't work out either because it was just so hard to do things for other people's business when I knew I go home and nothing was changing for myself Mm -hmm. and that was pressing me to no point I was just like every second every minute to clock out time was 
a nagging feeling. I was like, I can't live like this. Um, my <laughs> mental health will suffer. So what is, what is your business now? So I, I will say I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I will start businesses and kind of keep them there because I know they're of interest to me. But I'll maybe I'll start the business and then I realize I have to learn something. So I'll go back and research and then I'll come back to uh, certain projects. Right now, I read tarot as a kind of side hustle. Mm. And I made jewelry. So those are the first couple of businesses I started that I I would tell my friends and family about, hey, here, look at this, support me. Mm -hmm. And I even paid money for a business consultant to look over my ideas and what I could do moving forward. So I, I know I'm, I'm someone to invest in my success and my education if it means me getting one step closer to my dreams. It, it, it's honestly harder than it looks. You, you have an idea, you have a business idea, and you're like, yep, I'm going to crush it. And, and you will crush it in time with skills that you learn. And it's this continuous learning process. And recently, currently, I am in a MLM or network marketing called Monat Modern Nature. Mm -hmm. I I want to say I joined because during these times, I found it's safer to stay inside. It's safer to work online, and I was looking for a business opportunity that I could I could get up and do and not feel like, oh, I gotta get up and do something. Mm -hmm. I wanna feel like I get to do this, a more grateful approach to my living. And at first, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was, I, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I signed myself up for. And honestly, I just wanted great hair products and skincare products. That's what I was in the market for. Mm -hmm be honest that was the initial thought and the opportunity of working came up and I, and I said you know right now I work for a misogynistic boss who likes to think everyone else knows less and I was just like you know what maybe working with a team of, of women who have the same goals and the same struggles and Everyone wants everyone to eat, so I just thought, I don't know, maybe let me just try this and I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. I'll, if someone gave me the opportunity to work at some big shot company and they felt they're going to give me a chance, I'm going to learn as much as I can to be given that chance. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I did with this opportunity that came up. And like I said at first, I didn't know what I was doing. I was truly questioning everything <laughs> like is this is this real are people going to buy from me is are people going to join and people did end up joining and people are buying mm -hmm. and it, it was literally even my best friend was like um she calls me Lexi she goes Lexi I just don't think this is for you like like you're, you have so much more to offer, and I agree with her. I do have so much more to offer than Monet and their products. It's it's the ability to have a platform. Mm -hmm. Like, if I didn't have this opportunity, I wouldn't have 
looked at myself it's almost like the job is to to grow and to grow a community and to share content and knowledge it's just so much that I've learned because I joined this business that I know how to handle my own business Mm -hmm. moving forward it's almost like uh yeah like I'm in this business but it's a vehicle to get to where I'm going yeah yeah I'm I consider myself a multi-passionate entrepreneur too so I totally get having the different things and I'm actually um a Monat partner as well so (laughs) so (laughs) I was wondering if you knew or not No, but I just felt so much safer, and I think that's the beauty about this. It's just the community. You, you will see another market partner, another, another business partner, and you just automatically are like, "Hey, girl, how you mm-hmm. doing?" And I, I just that's awesome. Yeah, to me, because when I was in college, I was in a sorority, and it kind of reminds me of that. Like when I run into someone that was in my same sorority or even another sorority like I feel like an instant connection because we have something that I feel like is just so positive and I know that any like MLMs get a lot of negative press and and a lot of people don't really understand what it is but I feel like the people that are actually in it are in it because they want to help other people so I love that (laughs) yeah I agree So today what I really want to talk to you about is goal setting and figuring out what your why is, all those things. So I want to start with why you think someone's why is important and how to figure out what it is. Why I think knowing your why is so important to goals and achieving your goals is because your why is essentially your fuel. If you do not have a strong enough why, you will run out of a reason why to do the things you need to do to get where you want to get to. The way I found my why is through this technique. I I researched, so I'll jump on Google, I'll jump on YouTube, I'll even Pinterest if I have to. And I was looking for how do I come up with my why? What is my why? Like, how do I reach down to my why? Because everyone's telling me, what is your why? Find out your why. Mm. Or all these training calls, I'm like, I don't know what my why is. I think I know what my why is, but I'm still not doing what I got to do. So I must not know what my why is. Mm. And I found this method. You write your why seven times. You start out with the first. Your why, the first why that you come up with. And... I had said, I want to be financially secure and independent. And the second why goes, why do you want to be financially secure and independent? And you keep going down seven times, asking yourself why for each one that you come up with. Mm -hmm. And what happens first, mostly people like to say a egoic kind of reason why they want to have all this money or success or power or whatever it is that they're looking for. And then it reaches down to a heartfelt, real reason why you're doing this. Mm -hmm. And if you have to go past seven times, I say go past seven times, but if you're not crying or close to crying (laughs) or emotion, like if you're not in your feelings by the time you get down to your why, then you didn't, you got to keep going. Mm -hmm. It, it, It has, invoke some like 
you got to understand why you want it and why you can't settle for anything else. Mm. Yeah, I I definitely agree with my, like, one-on-one clients or my team. I feel like figuring that out is so important because otherwise, like, you know, at some point it's going to get hard and you're going to want to get up, give up. And if you don't have that to reference, then there's nothing stopping you from going back to your regular nine to five or whatever it was that you're trying to get out of. So I feel like once you know your why, then you probably have goals then that reference your why. Do you have any tips on how to choose our goals and how to define them so that we can make them happen? So personally, I was going through a tough mental health year. It's not even a mental health day. It's the whole year. This year's been crazy. I, I, I'm sure for a lot of people. Yeah. And I just put that as priority. So I remember having, I want to call it a mental breakdown, uh, an emotional breakdown. And after this breakdown, I... It, it's almost like a hit of 180. It, like, I never want to be there again. I, I don't ever want to feel so helpless again. So as soon as I was up level-headed, not even, I actually, I don't even think I was level-headed. I just started journaling. I started journaling everything, like the bad thoughts, the good thoughts, what I'm grateful for. And then some clarification came through that, and I started to put goals down, which is funny because I was just looking over my journal and looking <laughs> back. And yeah, this it was around June. I just started to name down the things that I thought I wanted. So I wanted an e-commerce business, and I wanted to run a spiritual witchy business, and I still want to do that. And Maybe it's not the same name or same idea, but something similar, and that's okay because people grow and your dreams grow with you. I think writing down your goals, just to really get to see them helps. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a visual learner, so it just helps me to see, okay, what did I want? What do I want? And your why definitely uh, helps create those goals. So, for example, my goal is to meditate every day, which I've been doing for the past two weeks. And that wasn't happening for a while. Mm. So it's really great to start seeing a more, I put a goal and I'm doing it. And because my why is I never want to be in this victim mentality of everything's happening around me versus, okay, things are going to happen, period. Mm-hmm. how am I going to take this that is that is where I come in and my power mm-hmm. me deciding how did you get into like meditation and journaling it was introduced to me by a couple of people when I was around 14 15 years old I remember a friend from at the time it was high school middle school and she knew about meditation and she, we were like under this tree. It was a nice, nice sunny day. We're under a tree, and she's she's like making this flower crown. 
so mm. cute and so <laughs> Tumblr like at the time. And and she's like, Hey yeah, I'm gonna teach you how to meditate. So you do this and she teaches me how to like close my eyes and breathe and it just relaxed me so much. It wasn't what I was used to. Mm. The world was so stimulating that getting a chance to just breathe and sit still for a second and just breathe and be was like, oh my God, what was that? Mm-hmm. I was like, Why aren't people teaching this? Like it was it was a little insane. And then I I left it alone and my mentor, whom I've known since I was seven, she she's very spiritual. She decided she's gonna share a couple of the spiritual things with me, like meditation and crystals. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got my first amethyst and tree agate. And she introduced meditation to me again. And I thought, oh, I know this is good. I like that. Um, so I started to do it ritually at night with my sister. I invited my sister to do this with me. So we do group meditations together. I feel I manifested so much because... I consistently meditated. Like, I got to see my family back in Ecuador a few months after I consistently started meditating. I I haven't had, a, like, I want to say, like, love at that point, and I was a huge romantic, and I ended up having a summer love thing. Like, <laughs> super innocent, nothing too heavy, but it was, it was incredible just to have that feeling of, oh, this is a love is like this is this is nice or or romantic and then I come back to the states for senior year and I'm crushing it in my grades and I attract this other like super important relationship in my life and if I and then I I stopped and then I stopped the self-care I stopped really checking in on my mental health I really stopped checking in on where I'm at inside in my energies because I was so focused on the physical outside of me mm-hmm. and then the physical started to catch up with how I was neglecting my insides and uh, I want to say since I've been going back inside and going back inward I've been seeing more success in my business in my relationship and in my mental health and I just don't feel so dependent on things like I did before Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm definitely more dependent on outside sources for that Mm. confidence or security or sense of love if someone's never meditated before and they are like "Ooh, I want to attract those different things to me what would you tell them to like get them started I would let them know that you've probably already been meditating. There's different ways of meditation, like exercise, and even singing can be a meditation, praying. Um, It's anything that really has you focus on one thing. Mostly people focus on their breathing. Mm. And I say don't worry about the thoughts. I, I know meditation for eight years. I've been doing it for around eight years and I still get thoughts that come up in my meditation and it's never going to be 100% quiet Mm -hmm. so yes and also 
even veteran meditators will sometimes feel like it's hard to get into meditation. Like I'll have one of those days where I'm like, I know I got to meditate. I don't want to. And if you, if I just start for, I want to say a minute or two after that, it's a no brainer. I'm going to keep going because I know how good the benefits are. Mm. So it's trusting that you're, it's almost like an investment. Just trust that you are doing better for yourself. Yeah. As far as journaling, do you just like do like a brain dump or do you have like certain prompts you use? For my journal, it was a lot of me trying to just start with my thoughts and feelings. Someone will ask me how I'm feeling and and it'll take me a while to let them know. That's how dissociative I am sometimes to my own body and emotions. Mm -hmm. So having a journal and just being able to write whatever thoughts, whatever emotions I'm feeling at the time makes me feel more real to myself. And eventually I'll just flip back and forth between things I'm grateful for, things I want, and I'll say I'm grateful for them as if I already have them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll even write down notes, like business notes. So if I'm watching something educational, business, spiritual, it doesn't matter. Like if I feel like, oh, I want this information forever, I'm going to write it down in my journal. So right now it's mostly gratitude and business. As far as goals, what do you think the difference between a goal and a plan is? I think people can have many goals, but those goals require a plan on how to get there. I've learned that I have to be very specific with my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because I I had this habit of saying, uh, for example, I want five to ten new partners. When the brain, it just gives the brain so much room to work with mm-hmm. that it can come up with anything. So when you say, no, I want. 10 market partners or whatever it is that you want the there's no room for there's no wiggle room like you know exactly how many you want and you know exactly what it is that you want Mm. so I learned to be clear with my goals even even if you feel funny writing down a number sometimes because I know I didn't I felt funny like can I do this (laughs) sometimes the point of a goal is not to reach the goal but it's that arc it's that growth it's to grow further than you did before Mm. even if you didn't reach that goal you still stretched out beyond what you you thought you could Mm -hmm. Uh, that is the real winning part I feel like and then the plan is what helps you get to that Mm -hmm. the plan is really like the step-by-step on how to reach your goals. I know you also talk about building a solid foundation for ourselves and for our business. What do you consider a solid foundation and how do you create one? I want to say just knowing what you have to offer and who it is you're helping with what you have to offer. Mm -hmm. 
and that may take some time to really get to know what it is that you have to offer and then who it is that you're helping with these offers and like where do they hang out like mm-hmm. what are their pain points it's a lot of marketing which I won't say is the end-all be-all of business but it's it's almost like it's all interconnected mm-hmm. like um Personally, I believe people will buy from you because they like you, because they want to be like you, because they want to, they want that vibe that you have to offer, that frequency, that vibration, and that feeling that you have to offer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could be selling water, and I'm telling them it's top grade water, and the people who are buying from me are doing it because they trust and love and like me, and. My job, I thought for a hot second was tell them all the products there is and that's how I'm gonna be successful when in reality it was share me to them, mm-hmm. share my interests, include them in my interest, share the things I'm learning. Mm-hmm. If I just learned this one thing like, hey guys, I just learned this if you're open to yada, yada, yada and that builds connections with people that builds a community and i think any business is successful when they have built that community of people that really Mm -hmm. like trust and want to be around each other and support sorry to interrupt but if you've ever wanted to work with me but you might feel like you're not quite ready for one-on-one coaching then I wanted to let you know that I do have three courses on my website. So if you head to asleymaslow.com and click courses, you will see my branding masterclass where you can learn how to create a brand kit. You'll see the Digital Academy of Social Media where you'll learn how to be a social media manager like I used to do. And you'll see Three Day Slay, which will walk you through how to slay your social media in just three days so be sure to check it out if you've been wanting to up your digital media game and your online brand presence i'll let you get back to the episode i really hope people create their personal brands and it's really all about putting those different things about you out there and creating those connections based on those things because people really don't buy because of a certain company. Usually it's because of a certain person that they either trust or they know that that person has their best interest in heart and they're willing to listen to them or try whatever it is that they're currently offering. So Pretty AF is also about giving back. So I wanted to ask you in what ways do you give back and why do you think that's important? I feel that one, giving back is important because it's almost like a give and take energy when it comes to to life. I, I mean, growing up, I've been told to pray. I grew up Catholic. So I was taught to pray and ask for it is that we want. And I realize I'm just consistently asking the man upstairs for things that I want. And it wasn't until I reached more of a spirituality approach to my faith and trust in life that I realized if I'm actually more 
grateful, mm-hmm. things change. My outlook changes. So just being grateful it made me realize I have a lot and it makes it easier to give mm-hmm. because I'm not in this mentality of I like I don't have enough so I'm stingy with my things and then it's this feeling of no I have more than enough here you go uh, I, I say I like to give back by sharing information mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time researching so if I find information I think is super useful I will share that out to people I think would benefit from it Mm-hmm. because I want to see them do better if it was with um, online research I did or I'll offer free tarot readings online on like live streams just to one get some practice in but not so much because at this point I can read but always good to keep on reading mm-hmm. it's also just like seeing people have their thoughts validated and having them like understand like even if it's not so understandable how the cards work it's almost like this feeling how did she get me we're we're not even in the same room but she understood my situation and it's almost like when I get readings done Mm -hmm. I'm I'm open to any type of help from them that mm-hmm. some guidance like maybe I didn't see something maybe I'm not seeing something because I'm biased to my own situation mm. yeah and I think anytime you share something that you've learned and you're helping someone like move through something faster or more easily like that is always a form of giving back because it's it's helping someone do something in an easier way than you did it basically. So I want to get into your best tips to be pretty AF. What is your number one tip for travel? Really be open-minded to cultures and foods and just just really enjoy yourself. Traveling is an experience to see more of the earth and more of home around you and just yeah, I like them to enjoy themselves. I think that's the number one tip. What is your number one tip for wellness? Water. Drinking lots of water, <laughs> getting to sleep, and eating a proper diet. It's literally the basics that I struggle with. <laughs> so that's my tip for you. Just maybe focusing on the basics and mental health. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times... It can be, like, shiny object syndrome and, like, wanting to do all these new, like, biohack things or, like, something crazy when, in reality, those, like, basics aren't in place, so. (laughs) So what is your number one tip for beauty? It comes from inside. I know how cheesy it sounds to say, like, beauty comes from within. Beauty honestly comes from within. You can, you can either believe you're beautiful and honor your beauty and show up with that vibration and you're shining Mm -hmm. or you're covering it up and in the inside you're not so shining Mm -hmm. and it comes out different ways like I know when when I'm secure and confident in myself I have no issue with other people and what they're doing 
but let's say I'm not okay. I am, I'm feeling very insecure. I'm feeling, I'm not really feeling myself. And then I go on Instagram. It's so easy to judge things and criticize. It's so easy to, to be negative because you don't feel good about yourself. Mm -hmm. And even if people aren't physically good looking and there are good people inside, you don't, people don't, I don't care about that because mm -hmm. it's the, it's the feeling of being safe around them, mm -hmm. knowing that they're not malicious or out to uh, hurt your feelings or may put you down or anything like that. You just know like good people and I feel safe. Mm -hmm. and I think that's true beauty. Yeah. Love it. So thank you so much for coming on and answering all my questions. How can people find you, go on one of your shops? You can check me out on Instagram. And yeah, there's a bunch of links in the link in my bio if anyone wants to check out my jewelry and other stuff. Awesome. Love it. Is there anything else that you wanted to share that you didn't get a chance to? I do want to share the reason why I believe in entrepreneurship and women supporting other women is because my role model is my mom. As a first-generation American, she came to this country to make a better life and a better living for her family. And seeing my mom as a single mom have her own business and make, make it happen for us and if I wanted something, she would make it happen. And I just, I feel like there's no excuse after seeing a, a woman stand up to the plate like that. Mm -hmm. So she's my role model. And when I see other women helping other women, it makes me feel good because sometimes one feels alone, like they're doing it all alone. Mm -hmm. So the idea of having a community of support uh, just really makes me happy and I want to be a part of that yeah yeah I definitely when I first started my own businesses I definitely felt very alone and like I was doing it all alone and it wasn't really until I started pretty AF and joined Monat that I felt like I had more of a community and you realize like you don't have to do it alone and it's actually so much better when you aren't trying to do it all alone. <laughs> I love that. So this is the last question that I ask every guest. What does being pretty AF mean to you? I think being pretty AF is a mixture of a mixture of knowing you're beautiful and like it's okay to know you're beautiful and knowing <laughs> other people are beautiful and it's okay that they're beautiful like honestly us women are freaking gorgeous like I will look at other girls and I'm like wow like you're a model and they may have some insecurities about themselves and that's completely human so being pretty AF means owning your greatness staying humble and staying kind Ellie, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the Pretty AF podcast. And if you haven't done so yet, definitely check out the show notes, check her out on the gram, and I'll see you next week in a solo episode. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to get one step closer to a life you love. 
If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to me if you left me a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening on. Tell me what you want to hear more of or your favorite parts of the episode. Until next time, I'm Ozzy Maslow. Lots of love. And don't forget, you're pretty AF.